nya 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 pa mba babwe zimbabwe <clears throat> the broken bunsen burner burns so bright south jamie southeast asian peninsula hey, hey jamie yes i think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to Progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You know, today I, I really feel and I know what a driver feels like when he's about to win a grand prix and are those and there are those five laps left but he somehow has to drive and finish i'm also trying to pull the rope closer to me because these last few days of not having f1 are getting to me it's getting closer it's getting closer i'm breathing harder harder i want formula 1 i want it now kunal shah do something well rishi let me tell you as an engineer i do the math uh-huh. okay F1 is only going to get closer as you keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> and it is closer to you today than it was yesterday and will be tomorrow. Okay. Oh, he's a poet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the LOL moments, the infamous yet famous beginning to the inside line F1 podcast countable hours away from the Australian Grand Prix. How many? You do the math. Uh, you are the engineer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. LOL moment number 1. Kunal Daniel Kvyat has said Verstappen that's Max Verstappen is too young for F1 <laughs> Point to be noted fun fact over here Kvyat was all of 19 when he debuted for Formula 1 and Verne is well and Verstappen is well 18 so Well you know what I also said Verne first because it is V E R V E R my phone still thinks V E R is Verne and not Verstappen Oh god you have Verne on your phone No I- <laughs> Okay, um, Sauber versus Gearo when the uh, you've written the name a little differently. That yes, is. so it is not Sauber versus Gearo van der Kaart. Yes, given how the proceedings in court have been, mm-hmm. it is Sauber versus Gearo van Dam. <laughs> yes, if you don't know, there was a court case, there was an appeal where the Sauber ex Sauber driver, if I may put it that way, Gearo van der Kaart was promised a drive in in Formula One in 2015, but. Well, this year two other drivers tested, and they are destined to. They were destined to open the Australian Grand Prix for the team, but now it looks like there's going to be a bit of scratching, and with a few hours to go, uh, we don't know who's actually driving the Sauber car and who of the two drivers who've already been signed will be asked to out. It's not just you and me who don't know, Rishi. Even <laughs> Sauber doesn't know who's eventually going to drive their cars. Okay, but let me let me tell you this. I I'm very happy mm. that Gerdo Van Dam has done what he's done to Sauber. Absolutely, you just can't walk over an yeah, F1 driver. Yeah, I mean, driver. Formula One teams are very ruthless. Uh-huh. They treat drivers like shit. They mm-hmm. just dump them as they can. We know this. And this is so, for money. This is for money. Absolutely. Not to say that what Sauber did was wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm very glad that a driver has stood up for his rights mm-hmm. and he said, "Listen, I have had a contract, mm-hmm. and you better hell see through that I get to race this weekend." Yes. Which so, also I must add. Sorry. is going to be damn weird if he races na i mean you imagine you're being forced to race and then uh, you know sauber has said that he'll be a danger on track oh, oh and this is in a paddock which already has pastor maldonado <laughs> he's going to be the danger thank you so much we're going to come back to this point later bose the guys who make those awesome very expensive speakers and sound systems have actually signed up as partner in sound with mercedes 
वेल 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 ऋषि आई डोंट नो वॉट साउंड टॉकिंग ऑफ बिकॉज वी हैव म्यूटेड एंजिन नाउ Where is the sound? Hello. Maybe the sound actually is going to come out of Lewis Hamilton's console. You know, I mean, he's been making music lately. Yeah, the gangster rap dude. Gangster rap, gangster yeah. rap with a couple of tattoos. Maybe the car has some a, a loudspeaker when he approaches Nico Rosberg. You know, to say, Nico, get out of the way. Anyways, the team doesn't want you to win. <laughs> <laughs> Or you know, this is typically Bernie and Formula One. They will have some artificial engine sounds coming out of it. <laughs> You know the like the one that plays at the start of our podcast. <laughs> okay okay this one is 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 actually my personal favorite. William think Williams think that Mercedes as their engine supplier is going to give them equal terms to compete so that you know they have an equal chance of winning along with them. I mean this is just <laughs> it's like Massa believing that he was equal status when he was racing with alonso and ferrari <laughs> okay this one another one christian honor says <laughs> yeah i can't stop laughing when i heard christian honor in the last week he is made he should be co-hosting inside line with us this week rishi yes really funny guy firstly he says mercedes having an engine advantage is putting listeners uh, putting audiences yes listeners for us as well but yes, yes. <laughs> putting audiences off to sleep i mean Well, thank you so much. You had a double diffuser in your car for the longest time, which put me to sleep because well, Vettel was you know what he was. Yeah, I, there was a double diffuser. There was the exhaust blown diffuser. There was just so many things. How can he point fingers towards Mercedes? That's unimaginable for me. And then he's gone ahead and pointed fingers at the mm-hmm. rules uh-huh. of F1, where he says, "Well, if you really want to reduce the cost of the teams, you've got to ban wind tunnels." <laughs> <laughs> well you know what this is because Adrian Newey no longer wants to work on their cars and he's working on some sailboat out there okay so he's like if i have lost Adrian Newey i'd rather save that money and not have any car be tested in the wind tunnel <laughs> if you want to ban everything you might as well join the modi government this is strictly for the indian fans out there well now we've made an anti modi comment we're going to be banned very soon absolutely oh my god <laughs> okay 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 now the news coming in battle every year has a nomenclature in place for his formula 1 cars names his formula 1 cars in a very fancy way this year he's opted for the very decent eva for this year's ferrari well previous red bull car names include kate's dirty sister and kinky kylie etc et i'll tell you what it's a man coming out of puberty and hitting adulthood that's what has happened to vettel when he quit red bull racing and he's gone to ferrari he also became a father so he wants to use decent terms now because his daughter is listening probably yeah i guess you'd know that rishi <laughs> <laughs> okay um, you can actually hear the honda engines so my, so what if they don't have the sound they actually actually have twitter accounts and and the two engines that the drivers are going to be using are now on twitter and whatever what a campaign dude like hats off Woo! this is already in contention for the campaign of the year award for the inside line f1 podcast awards okay i mean just imagine even if the <laughs> there's a high, high chance that these honda engines don't end up actually running the full course of the race but twitter yes they'll be on and reliable yeah. and good So it's slow, unreliable, but funny. That's what we can hope for. <laughs> okay, which is actually very unlike McLaren. Na? They they can be slow, they can be unreliable, but they can never be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, the funny man of F1 is actually Bernie. Now he's come up with some weird things again. He says F1 is still a show. I'm still out here to make money, and I have found a new way of making money. That is, he's actually giving very few paddock passes. 
Now, previously, as Kunal has explained to me today, if you had a paddock pass, you could, you know, give it to one guest, get him to the paddock, show him around, then give the same pass to another guest. It was transferable. Yes. And now, he's come up with a, with, with a name and picture, paddock pass. So, what happens now? All to sell paddock club tickets, which is $5,000 a pop. Oh, my God. Okay, which means that nobody's going to buy you and me a ticket mm. and we will still be watching races on television, which is not all that bad, you know. The money is going to make with these passes, the money actually small F1 team needs to run. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, well, that is really funny. But you know what, he's come up with another money package. Uh-huh. He wants to do a two-tier Formula 1. That is. Which he believes that he will sell a 15 million pound package to the smaller teams uh-huh. to run a car as is. And then he let the manufacturer teams or so-called the favoured teams uh-huh. spend as much as they want. Uh-huh. Okay, And he believes that fans won't notice a difference. I don't know what fans he's talking of, but <laughs> well, fans clearly see the difference even right now between a Mercedes class and a Ferrari class car. Okay, But well, yeah. It's surprising that he wants to run a two-tier system. If Ferrari and Formula 1 and, and rules were already not as confusing as before. This is something new. But you know, if I, if, I, if I get it right, if he's having a 15 million pound car for all these small teams and they start competing, they might have a race of their own which will be more interesting than their... Absolutely. But you know what? This is a bad idea and bad ideas need to be binned. So <laughs> let's just scrap it. The only place it was discussed was here and no other roundtable conference. <laughs> I don't know if you have 15 million lying just like that as spare change. But in spite of all the confusion, negativity, bad publicity, dismal marketing, FIA still believes there are people out there who want to buy F1 teams. I don't. Neither do I. But guess what? Renault does. We'll talk about it after Australia. Mm -hmm. But personally, I think it's a very dangerous time to enter Formula 1. Yes, it is. Danger felt by Alonso himself in the cockpit. Smashing, crashing. I don't know who's to blame, but McLaren has given some very weird statements. Statement number one. Well, Alonso woke up in the hospital after the supposed concussion he felt. He said, okay, I am Alonso. I am from, this is 1995. I race carts. This is an actual LOL moment. You know, you and I should be laughing, although I feel bad for Alonso. I feel really bad for him. I mean, because... There was also a statement he got some 60, 70 watt current going through his spine and he felt unconscious after the crash or before the crash. Various... Uh, rounds of theories. Mm-hmm. F1 loves conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Anyone does. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my belief, uh, McLaren needs to possibly evolve further. Mm-hmm. In this day and age of social media, they need to communicate better. Mm-hmm. Because we had the biggest LOL of the moment again this week, thanks to McLaren. Mm-hmm. Where all the other teams supposedly wanted to not race in Australia till McLaren released more information about Alonso's crash. But you know, I personally believe if, if there's something like that where, where a driver's life is at stake and... Uh, and he's missing races for a supposedly regular crash. It was a strange crash and you know, every driver is saying, okay, this is not normal. For me, what is not normal is the fact that Alonso actually crashed because he doesn't crash. Yeah, that is the strangest part of the crash which everyone is missing. <laughs> I don't know what the news lying over there is, but I, but I hope... And we all hope, and F1 fans hope, and F1 and FIA hopes, and and all the drivers hope that for that Fernando Alonso is back in the car. He's a spicy fellow. He knows how. Uh, to get... It's a treat to watch him race. I may not like him too much, but mm-hmm. he absolutely needs to be fit enough to get back in the car in Malaysia. I'm dying to see some Alonso versus Button, so I don't want to miss out that. Absolutely. Even for a lap. But imagine Kevin Magnussen's luck, Rishi. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I believe he's a danger to Formula One as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, going back to the Sauber moment where Sauber said, well, Guiado hasn't driven the car this year. Uh, he doesn't have the experience. He could be dangerous. He doesn't have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Magnussen is also going to be looking at a new seat, new seat fitting in Fernando's car. So, all the best to both of you guys out there. But you know what, Rishi? 
let's stick to Alonso and McLaren yet. Mm-hmm. Should he give up hopes of winning his third title? Mm-hmm. You know what? He has an alternative job in being a social media guy. Yeah, I, I love his campaign. Or where did you wake up today? I mean, he's 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 used social media so well to connect <laughs> with his fans and his people. I'm telling you, if he doesn't want a third title, no problem. We'll hire him to do inside line F1 podcast. You know what media. I've been thinking for the last two weeks is since he's crashed, is the fact that after Massa crashed, everybody says he's a different driver. I don't know if the same is going to happen alone. So probably he's going to go back to trying to winning win the title. Yeah, like he wasn't trying already. <laughs> So, from trying to win the title and driving hard, he'll drive harder, you mean, is it? <laughs> drive hard as you can. You cannot beat the Mercedes. The news in the paddock is, is again going to be Mercedes versus Mercedes, then Mercedes versus Mercedes, then probably a Ferrari versus a Renault, Red Bull, whatever. Whatever. But yes, it's going to be Rosberg versus Hamilton mm-hmm. or Hamilton versus Rosberg. Depends who you are actually supporting first. Mm-hmm. We are neutral like we keep saying about Rosberg all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, don't tickle me when you do that. <laughs> okay, and if Williams allow and they and they do gather the balls to try and win a race, Massa and Botas will compete with each other and the Mercedes GP team. But what do you think about Red Bull and Ferrari and the likes, Rishi? Okay, I know it's going to be a close competition right behind Mercedes between Williams and the Red Bulls and the Ferraris of the world. But Ferrari already has a hit. Or probably this is just PR when they say we might be using the last year's engine because this year this year's engine has an issue. So yeah. that's already a cut on a horsepower. Yeah, and I mean to be honest, all eyes are going to be on the Vettel Raikkonen pairing. The new pairing for both teams mm-hmm. will add a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think Ferrari need to walk the talk now. There's been a lot of preseason PR mm-hmm. that Vettel has come. You know, he's like a great motivator and he's gelling well and he's like the Schumacher of the old and the good old days will be the will be back. Uh-huh. Now is the time to walk the talk, my friend. So you're trying to say it's race the talk time. You know, one team that nobody's actually mentioning is the newly Powered, which is the Mercedes-powered Lotus team. So they've always been a decent aero package. Now with the extra power behind the driver, they might just look good and start surprising people. Yeah, they might surprise people. Like they surprise people when they signed up a GP3 driver called Carmen Jorda. And I tell you, Rishi, she got hired because she has the word car in her name. She also has men in her name. Yeah, but she's a kid, Rishi. Let's move on. (laughs) But I'm excited to see Manor and Marussia back as well. Uh Okay. But again, I still believe they are also a threat and dangerous to Formula 1. Yeah, because they haven't done a lap. Even the car hasn't done a lap. Forget the drivers. (laughs) Shame on you, Sauber. I don't know whether McLaren is going to complete the race. I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, whether they'll have the car that will look good and do well, etc, etc, challenge for points. But I do know the fact that uh, the Formula 1 drivers have a backup plan and Jensen Button had a backup plan. He went on uh, went on to live media and said that if F1 wasn't to happen, I was going to represent Great Britain in the 2016 Olympics as a triathlete. Wow, hats that off. Is, uh, brilliant. Wow. Formula 1 drivers, as many don't know, do have the fitness to pull it off and especially Button yeah. who's, who's quite... He's debuting the London Marathon or something, right? This yes, next, yes. Next, some, sometime soon, I guess. Well, he can run as fast as his car, I suppose. Yeah, I know. You mean faster than his car <laughs> given where he is currently. But Rishi, that's it. What do you think about the midfield teams? Midfield. See, I don't know. If I'm the midfield team, like for example, right now if I'm Sauber, I'll be thinking, oh, I need the points, I need the money, uh, I need to do well. If I'm Sahara Force into F1, I, I want my cars to finish... Well, in, in, in spite of not having the experience on track, I'm, I'm really counting on those. But points. you know what? That's gonna. That's the not so interesting part. Mm. 
let me hear your predictions that's it the end of the podcast is here let me hear your predictions okay. i know you i know you love to delay this as much as you can and you tell me your predictions after the race on sunday but this is the moment okay i'm going to i'm 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 going to cut cut the chase now i'm going to ask you the more important question and you've got to answer it first is it nico or is it lewis or oh, damn you rishi <laughs> you know if i say hamilton we'll get a few thousand podcast listens more if i say rosberg we'll get a few breakbacks mm-hmm. it's going to be close mm-hmm. uh i hope to see both of them battle very fair and square mm-hmm. uh my heart says rosberg my mind says hamilton this is what i wrote on my cheat <laughs> But yes, even my heart says Nico. He's won the uh, race last year. Uh, it'll be good to see him uh, on the top step. Why Nico is when he gets a start like that? When Lewis comes back in Malaysia, it's going to be more interesting. Yes, that's more like it. Yes, the inside line. Does it? Does it? Does it matter? Don't end it. Does it matter who comes third and fourth? Let's just hear you. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right all the best to all the drivers all the best to everybody uh, who's waited and is 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 dying to hoot for their favorite teams and drivers inside line f1 podcast will be there wait a minute wait a minute for all our fans in india who got the modi joke mm-hmm. we are going to have red bull racing mm-hmm. do a bull run mm-hmm. or a speed run as they call it yes in hyderabad on the 5th of april okay fans should make sure in hyderabad we got we have a good number of listeners there as well yes we do they should make sure they actually go and see the car there ask me why why it's a v8 engine oh it has a sound <laughs> and that's what the inside line f1 podcast also does the inside line f1 podcast cheering perspiring everything for formula 1 formula 1 is finally here and recording rishi oh yes oh yes that's the most important part actually we will be back post australia tune in A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online, so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com.